Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations, beloved. Welcome, Danette. Give, welcome, beloved. Come on in, come on in. The fire is hot, the water is a boring. It's not somebody in this fire. Come on in, come on in. Greetings and salutations, one and all. Alekwana Kosi Were, Awa Onlo Uto Ni Iwo, Ada Afan Bo Osi, O Batala Mi Ita Ni Ebo, Onilio Abani Shu. Eshu is the respected elder who flogs, confronts, and uncovers fools. That one versed in mysteries uses truth to own you. He causes scattered to feed poverty. 
Obatala shakes rascals to have sacrifice. The owner of warnings is the one who is Eshu, Aboru, Aboye, Aboshishe, Ashe. May our Ebo reach our rule. May our Ebo be accepted. May our Ebo allow what we desire to come to pass. And so we say Ashe. Divine all blessed greetings and salutations. Happy holidays this Monday. December 20, 2021, and you are now listening live with the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elagun Oloye Hudu Obeya Bokur, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, universal, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a Pan-African hoodoo, world spiritualist perspective. Understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veil, for it is indeed all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, my reiteration, and it is my ever-living reality. All is a blessing. It's crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing, my teaching, my walk, my work along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. It is my demonstration, and it is how I, the Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother Father Earth, and it is my personal place of power and understanding, the place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine all-blessed reality. And so it is. Ashe. Greetings, beloved. Again, this Monday, December 20, 2021. And I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you now live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, audibly, quantum universally from this working temple of the house of the divine prince. Thai potions, hoodoo central in this legendary historic Beautiful and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this hoodoo, obey a life path and journey, passing down the great obia stick, along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, minerals, and indeed the legacy, the culture, the traditions, the history of our sacred story. Please do stop now and like, follow, subscribe, and always participate on all platforms available to you. Invite a friend, invite a friend of me, understanding that all is a blessing. And before we move forward, that understanding the creation of sacred space is critical to all that we do and are and think and be at any present moment in time space, understanding that spiritual knowledge and power lies in its efficacy and its ability to produce and manifest powerful, reliable, tangible, lasting manifestation and results right here and right now in this most present moment in time space. All else is vanity. All else is ego. All else is an illusion. I often, this day, at this time, in this season, over the years, talk about, you know, the winter solstice, the summer solstice, the changing of seasons, uh, and indeed the holiday season that we are entering in, or, or now are well engrossed in, particularly in the Western world, and more specifically here in the Americas. And when we think about winter solstice and summer solstice, we 
are taught from a very um, north northern hemispheric western Christian Islamic Judaic perspective about our universe and our position in the universe, our position on and within Mother Earth, our position in relationship to the moon, to the sun, to the stars, and indeed our relationship to weather. It's just a little bit nippy in New Orleans, Louisiana right now. It's a little bit more nippy than I would like it to be. Uh, I could have indeed stayed in Chicago for 40 and 50 degree highs, <laughs> but I'm grateful as we all are and should be and walk in in humility and gratitude in our ability to protect and to prepare for, but to flow with nature, for indeed weather is nature. And so we think about the, the changing of the seasons and our winter and summer solstice celebrations, and we don't quite find a similar dynamic in the Southern Hemisphere. Today is indeed the uh, beginnings and the, the marking of, of winter for us in the North, but it's not the same in Southern Africa. It's not the same in South America. It's not the same south of the equator. So I want about our marking of time and season and change and preparation and our desire to have our work done. It takes me back to my grandmama and big mama's time and my great-great-grandparents' time, which I, I'm blessed to be able to recall and remember. Um, and holidays were a, big, were a big deal, Thanksgiving, Christmas. New Year's, and it wasn't so much that, you know, the family was necessarily, you know, so Christian, you know, or so religious in the marking of these of these days. But as I have always believed and understood um, since the beginnings of the Middle Passage and, and the encapturing of our ancestors and bringing them into enslavement, Utilizing coded talk, coded language, coded music, coded traditions and culture to mask an otherwise profound and much deeper meaning. I saw a post yesterday about the cakewalk, and it reminded me of how we mocked so-called civilized society and culture and the clothing and the classical music and dance style of our oppressor of the time and, and mock them with such artistic expertise that they didn't know that they were being mocked. And from that was born the cakewalk. And so we have always used coded language, coded culture, tradition, coded symbolism, coded belief and practices to not always synchronize or um, melt into, uh, I think those are all, you know, misnomers when it comes to our ability to navigate within a, a, a predominating culture and still maintain our connection to ourselves and, and to our roots. Though it has not always been an easy task, it's probably no easier today than it has ever been. But I can remember the emphasis on the holidays and the saving for and the preparation of uh, and the ritual around celebration. And, and don't remember outside of, you know, maybe in the mid-70s, you know, I can remember us uh, getting a little resources and, you know, somebody in the family had a nice tree and nice house and, you know, huge spread. But even before, again, going back to the time of the Middle Passage, there is that using what was available to us and almost like magic, transforming that resource into something profound and acceptable 
um, and celebratory for us. So when we think about this winter solstice, this December 2021, let's also remember our place in the positioning of these traditions and these practices, much like our our over-reliance on Western astrology. Um, let's remember our place and position in timing in these practices and traditions. So December might be marked by Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, but for those who identify as pagans and spiritual practitioners and non-secular, uh, uh, non-religious folk, it's a time of year to celebrate Yule and the changing of seasons and, and the changing of a new sense of self-awareness and self-identity. It is a time for gathering and family and and remembering ancestors and those who came before us. The holiday marks the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere. Uh, I believe this year it's uh, tomorrow, <laughs> December 21st, and celebrates the rebirth of the sun and beginning of winter. It is one of the oldest winter celebrations known. The winter solstice is the long, the longest night, shortest day of the year. The Earth's axis tilts the furthest away from the sun at 23 and a half degrees, giving all locations north of the equator less than 12 hours of daylight. This moment has been marked by mankind for centuries. In ancient Rome, the week-long fest of Saturnalia honored the sun god, Saturn. Our weekday, Saturday, honors the sun god, Saturn. My godchildren, my initiates, and many of my clients are, are well aware of the difference between our lunar moon calendar that we adhere to and the uh, sun calendar that the Western world and Western religions have adopted. The Celts believed the sun stood for 12 days, making it necessary to light a log fire to conquer the darkness. During the Iron Age, the Celts and other ancient Europeans welcomed the winter solstice by feasting, merrymaking, and sacrificing animals. Today, modern pagans celebrate the holiday by lighting candles, throwing bonfires, hosting feasts, and decorating their homes. But I would say, too, modern Religious folk, Christian, Judaic, um, Islamic, uh, etc., also have so integrated these practices and these traditions and these symbols to where I believe many often forget where these traditions come from uh, and presume them to be solely Judaic, solely Christian, solely uh, uh, Kwanzaa-oriented, solely Islamic-oriented, but indeed have come from our ancestors, all of our global ancestors. And indeed, here in the West, we have been greatly influenced by the move of the Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims, and they have, too, left a footprint. Even in hoodoo, root work, conjure, we see a, a gumbo mix, an uh, amalgamation, a syncretizing of symbols to where people aren't always clear or educated about the origin of some of these symbols and, indeed, practices. I would suggest that candle burning in general, as it relates to root work, conjure, uh, voodoo, Arisha work to some degree, all, all of these HCR-based systems uh, indeed uh, have its roots in the idea of bringing light to darkness, keeping the, the darkness of the winter months, the colder months, the cloudier months, the rainy season away for which our indigenous and aboriginal ancestors believed inhabited 
and held energy and spirit. Celebrating the rebirth of the sun can be seen in cultures throughout history, not just a seasonal change, but, but in our daily acknowledgement of the sun. Those who acknowledge or re-acknowledge the sun. Those who pray five times a day acknowledge their first prayer at the rising of the sun. And while these typically took place during the coldest, darkest days of the year, winter solstice traditions were celebrations that gave people hope that indeed sunny days lie ahead. Divine manifestation and illumination indeed lie ahead. When we think about the sun god Ra, when we think about the sun disk, the solar disk, the Aten in Kemet in ancient Egypt, we are also seeing and feeling the message of personal, divine, God-like illumination. Again, incorporated, synchronized into, appropriated into the Christian symbols of the uh, sun disk behind the head that I believe we now call um, uh, auras, Uh, but they were once referred to by another name. Uh, it, It just slipped me. Uh, in its religious context, that aura, that glow you see in the uh, classic paintings of of the said prophet. That isn't just some uh, Da Vinci creation, but but hearkens the sun disk of Aten and and the divine hands reaching down to caress and embrace not only nature, but the nostril and the head and the consciousness of humanity. Egyptians celebrated the return of Ra on a daily basis. Yoruba Ifa committed practitioners celebrate the rise of Ori on a daily basis. Ancient Greeks held a similar festival called Linnea. The Roman Empire held Saturnalia celebration. Scandinavia, Norsemen called the holiday Yule. Families would light Yule logs where they would eat until the log burned out, which could take up to 12 days. And each spark was believed to represent a new pig or calf that would be born into the new year. We have a, a, a quite extensive traditional celebrated uh, Yule burning, log burning tradition here in Louisiana, um, along the Mississippi River that many families have acknowledged, you know, for decades, centuries uh, perhaps, uh, and it's a, a, it continues on in, in, my, in its modern context, um, but, but continues on. And so Germanic people would celebrate Winter Festival by honoring the pagan god Odin. Many believe he would fly through the night sky on a magical flying horse and determine who would be blessed or cursed in the coming year. Many decided to stay indoors, fearing Odin's wrath. So we, we cannot, even as practitioners of, of traditional African-based and indigenous aboriginal-based systems and traditions, we cannot ignore, overlook, be, be undereducated about the influence and subsequent merging of traditions across ethnicity, across race, across geographic location, um, that now blur lines of understanding. When we don't do our homework, when we don't have archaeology, when we don't have uh, book knowledge, when we don't have research uh, and study under where these symbols come from, Originally, the Christian calendar focused on Easter. Did you know that? Originally, the Christian calendar focused on Easter and Easter alone. It was only in the fourth century that the church decided Jesus Christ's birthday should be celebrated December 25th. Since the Bible did not point to an exact date when Christ was even born, Pope Julius I chose December 25th. 
It's commonly believed that the church chose the date in an effort to replace the Roman Saturnalia with the Christian holiday. I would also like to beg to offer that we're considering a time where uh, much of the indigenous world was not even considered in the choosing and establishing of these dates and holidays. So indeed, the the African footprint, the South American footprint, wasn't considered. The Aboriginal footprint in the Americas um, was not considered in the establishing of these dates and holidays and ceremonies. And so the symbolism gets lost when it's not important to talk about it. The symbolism gets lost when it's in competition with billions of dollars of uh, commercial funding to get you to, you know, spend, you know, to the to the limits of your account, you know, for these holidays. Often the symbolism of the holidays uh, is superseded by the commercialization of the holidays, which is indeed a, a active and conscious machine um, designed to not just, if at all, commemorate anything sacred or holy, you know, or, or even customary for that matter, other than the, the capitalistic notion of spending um, and spending to excess and, and spending in many cases to what we don't need. The, one of the ideas or, or tenets, I should say, of Kwanzaa is the idea of, of presenting handmade, hand-grown, you know, create, handcrafted items to sort of steer us away from the Western idea of, of gift-giving and spending and over-commercialized spending. And now that we have such a green-conscious uh, society, the waste associated thereof with the killing of millions of trees and, and then the recycling or lack thereof of recycling of the trees, <clears throat> excuse me, and the waste from the, the, the paper wrapper and, and, and the bottles and, and plastic and all the other stuff that, you know, is produced. We're making a concerted effort here in New Orleans to change the tradition of uh, beads, plastic Mardi Gras and carnival beads that don't break down, that, that cannot be uh, renewable, that, you know, only clog up the, the sewer system and, and end up in the belly of fish and, and in the water. So, you know, we've talked about this in many references over the years on this show, the idea of the importance of tradition, culture, lineage, practice, acknowledging something a particular way, doing something a specific or particular way. But the fact that consistency exists in nature, but permanency does not. Again, consistency indeed exists in nature, but permanency does not. And so the things that we've come to rely on, uh, I like to use the pandemic as a great example. Some of you are still waiting on things to return to normal. There is no returning to normal, beloved. We are now evolving a new normal. And so these celebrations, these symbols, will continue to evolve with our knowledge, with our awareness, um, of course, with, with uh, research and archaeology, and, and, and of course, with any new information that's brought in uh, from outside our solar system, outside our present Earth-bound realm of awareness and existence. So as the Christian celebration moved west, Harry, um, I always pronounce this name wrong, Y-E-I-D-E, Yiddy, a professor of religion at George Washington University, told National Geographic that the date had traditionally been used to celebrate the winter solstice because sort of available for conversion to the observance of, I'm sorry, before it became sort of the available uh, conversion of the observance of Christians. Of Christmas. In the Western Church, the December date became the date for Christmas. 
Now, besides the date, Christian leaders found ways to relate the pagan holiday to the Christian one. This gave rise to an interesting play on words, Yiddy said, in several languages, not just in English. People have traditionally compared the rebirth of the sun with the rebirth of the sun god, all the way back to and even before ancient Egypt, the Mayan Empire, the Aztecs, the Olmecs, all associated the rebirth of the sun, the daily rebirthing of the sun with the daily rebirthing of the son of God. Christmas traditions, including dinner feast, gift giving, decorative wreaths can be traced back to winter solstice, Rituals. For instance, for the Celtic Druid, mistletoe was a sacred plant called All Heal. H E A L, All Heal. Priests would cut the plant from the tree, hold a feast, and sacrifice animals underneath it. Mistletoe was believed to cure illness, antidote for poisons, ensure fertility, and protect and protect against witchcraft. Some people would hang it from their doors or rooms to offer goodwill to the visitors. Much like in Hoodoo and Conjure, we put a, a fresh wicker broom behind the front door every New Year's Eve to bring in the, the coming New Year. Over the door or, or behind the door. It, 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 they're two separate traditions, and, and I'll speak to that a, a little bit more later. Ancient Romans would decorate their homes with holly during winter solstice. Holly wreaths were given as gifts and used as decoration in public areas and in homes to honor the sun god Saturn. Ancient Celtics would have similar traditions. Many would plant holly in their homes as a form of protection since the plants were believed to hold magical powers for the ability to survive the winter months. Rosemary has a magical ability to survive the winter months. And I'm learning that the stevia plant, you know, the one you use for your, your, your sugar substitute, has the magical ability to be hardy enough to survive the winter months. Cold, freeze, chill. I think it's also important to, uh, people also always want to know, you know, how do I read, how do I study? Um, and and it, yes, you have to read everything. You have to read a lot of things. So, for, for example, you, you would astronomy. You might study cultural history as it relates to seasonal changes. Uh, but in this case, we would also have to study plants. And so, just the study of plants and plant usage based on cultural, ethnic group, or location can mask ideas about their belief in God, their belief in nature, their belief in magic that don't always show up in a in a simple search of any Orisha, Loa, religion, tradition, practice, people, or indeed culture. I also um, am reminded that many of the practices particularly rooted in Western celebrations of Christmas and winter solstice, also come from poverty, and not just poverty, you know, within people of color within our community, but just world cultural poverty, and it's sort of intersecting with these celebrations, these traditions, and then being resourceful about what's available to you. And so many of these, particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas herbs, also have other abilities to not only heal antidotes to certain poisons, remedies, uh, but to prevent pestilence, for example, to keep certain insects and certain rodents and, and, and other things out of your food supply or out of your garden or, or out of your housing or, or out of your body. Um, for that matter. For the Wiccans and the Druids, Yule is one of the eight solar holidays celebrated every year. And Wiccans see Yule as a time to spend with friends and family, exchange gifts and honor the sun, 
Homes are decorated with red, green, and white decorations, colors that hark back to Druidic traditions. Some Wiccans, Druidic traditions, let me say that again. Yes, it is drawn from Druidic traditions. People like to remove ethnicity from from these practices uh, in, in order to further bastardize them and operate within them from a Western ego-based, commercial-based, sort of usury-based context without giving um, acknowledgement to the source of many of these traditions. And so Wiccans welcome the new solar year with light. Rituals can include meditating in darkness with lit candles, singing pagan carols, and, and lighting Yule logs either in indoor fireplaces or outdoor bonfires. Wiccan priestess Selena Fox suggests decorating an evergreen wreath with holiday herbs and mounting it on the front door to celebrate the continuity of life. We know that our monthly lunar celebrations throughout the world often involve the bringing of light, uh, lighting of, of bonfires or pyres or fireplace or, or fire pits, uh, and indeed the usage of particular evergreen, evergreen-related plants. Evergreen trees can be decorated as well with decorations of, of our practices and traditions, you know, throughout the, the uh, spiritual uh, diaspora. You can call it solstice, you can call it Christmas, you can call it Kwanzaa, you, you, you call it, you know, whatever you will. My position is be clear about what you're calling it. Be clear on the background of, of what you're calling it. Be, be clear on the symbolisms that we pull from, that we borrow from, that we appropriate, that we seek to try and, and syncretize as we continue to evolve as individuals, but also as, as families and communities, evolving practices and traditions, moving into the future. Druids typically celebrate the holiday at Stonehenge in England, but we, you know, first centralize our celebrations at home in your village, in your house, in your community, you know, in your city, you know, and, and then we seek to see the practices grow. As has Kwanzaa grown, um, in the, you know, 30 decades or more. Um, well, no, Kwanzaa was created, I believe, the year I was born. Uh, I think Dr. Kerringer created Kwanzaa in 1966. So we've had 54 years of Kwanzaa, uh, maybe more universal awareness of Kwanzaa with the Black Power Movement and, and, and the Soul 70s, uh, and then the Material 80s allowed us to, you know, buy and purchase, um, you know, holiday decorations and holiday items and, and festive items that we maybe did not have in, in proceeding decades, but these traditions these practices continue to grow, to evolve. There's a similar celebration that takes place um, in Peru at the great, I think it's called Sorero del Gentil Pyramid in Peru that acknowledges the changing of the season, the moving, ultimately the moving of the planetary positions and the earth uh, when we think about the changing and transformation of, of seasons, much like we think about the changing and transformation of, of ourselves as, as unique gods and goddesses, as unique people and individuals. Greetings to everyone um, who I did not acknowledge uh, in the last 20 minutes. Thank you, um, Gene Williams, for coming back with us. Thank you so much, Chef Boo G. You and your family, I certainly appreciate you. Beloved Tasha Harris, 
Thank you, beloved. Thank you for being with us again. Greetings and salutations to you as well, Mrs. Jones. Greetings, Shamafia Rothschild. And yes, uh, to all of my regulars, I, I'm grateful for you and your continued support and listenership. Indeed, your donations, your offerings of, of prayer and support and love, you know, during our uh, calamities, as, as well as during these festive seasons when we seek to acknowledge family. I pray that I am a part of your family as, as much as many of you are indeed a part of mine. Uh, greetings, S. Marie. I certainly do appreciate you and yours. Welcome, Kayla, a first-time, uh, I believe, first-time listener and um, viewer to the show. Welcome, welcome. Yes, change is not only normal, it's nature, ain't it, Shamafia? It's, change is nature. And, and it's that uh, artificialness of humanity, and particularly modern, Western, plastic uh, society that tries to seek permanence where permanence does not or cannot truly exist. Um, and so there's always change, transformation, rebirth, renewal, replenishing, an opportunity to do things anew. And, and let's strive to not only mark the, you know, the 90-day mark, the 30-day mark, the six-month mark, the year mark, you know, with our, our annual birthday celebrations and anniversaries, but, but let's remember to mark one moment in time. <laughs> let's indeed remember to celebrate and mark the last 15 minutes, you know, that you've endured, you know, the conditions of your work environment, and, and you didn't snap or go off, you know, or, or you're an educator, oh, my goodness, in this 2022 TikTok environment where, where children are being challenged to go to school and commit acts of violence against the property and the teachers. You know, just, just count the 15 minutes that you still have your job and, and you are not arrested or, or haven't done something to sort of respond. Um, just we, we have to learn to first mark the day, indeed the day. When we wake up, I mark the day. I don't care what the weather is. I don't care how I feel in my mind, my body, my spirit, my bank account, my resources. My my scheduling time, uh, I mark the day. I remember that the black woman is God. The black woman is God. The black woman is God. I remember that the great mother is my mother. Therefore, I, too, am born God, just as I am born human. I'm, I, I was born a child, and indeed, we spiritually are born children, born babies, born infants, infants requiring growth and development, but indeed we are all born God, born human, and have the opportunity with each rising to reconnect, to reconnect. Now, with modern society, working, scheduling, most of you get up to an alarm clock. Most of you don't get up at the rising of the sun. Most of you don't get up when the, when the roosters crow. Many of you don't have a rooster to hear crow, <laughs> depending on where you live in the world. But many of us still do. And many of us are blessed to live in, in, in still lesser polluted um, atmospheres, meaning we don't have quite as many city lights and artificial lighting to obscure our ability to see the sky, to see the Milky Way at night. Have you have you ever been out in the country and, and seen the sky at night, uh, in, in a rural area and seen the sky at any time of the day or night? Just a different sense of clarity. So we operate on artificial schedules, artificial timing, artificial systems, which can easily confuse our sense of spiritual timing, personal timing. And so just as many Sacred books suggest that, you know, our 60-minute hour, you know, could be a 60,000-year time span for God. 
You know, a second could be a thousand years for the spirit realm. Indeed, each moment is a moment to acknowledge our divinity. Each day, each sun rising, and each lunar rising is an opportunity to acknowledge who we are. Ask God, ask divinity, ask powerful co-creators in the universe. So I implore you, I beg of you and all of your shopping and spending and entertainment and fun having and and ass kissing and <laughs> and, and and placating, don't forget yourself. Don't forget yourself. Don't forget the ancestors whose shoulders upon which we now stand and have our very being. Don't forget your own head, your own God consciousness, your own Christ consciousness, and your ability to reset and renew, not just seasonally, not just with the new year, but with the new day, with the new week, with the new opportunity, with the new moment in time space. I'm indeed grateful, and and it's for that reason that I I just can't do a two-hour show. I'm indeed, indeed grateful for those who are doing the work. Um, Our schedules are are filling and filling quickly. Um, Many people just are not going to end the year without having their work done. Many people are just not going to end the year uh, without their cleansing and, and without their spiritual baths and without their divination. Uh, and, and old due, you know, for the coming year. We do know that um, Benin, um, Togo um, will also have their annual voodoo festival in January. And there's often a divination that's done um, there that resonates, that indeed resonates throughout the um, voodoo world. Um, nonetheless, we know the new year in Ifa uh, is in June, and so there's an annual Odu that's typically done for the for the <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me for the um, nation, the community that is Ifa authentically, um, whether it be Pan African diasporic or in Nigeria, um, but then it's also done in, in Lukumi in Cuba and Kendable in Brazil, and then in many houses, um, a Odu is done for the year and then for individuals whose heads are within that house, families that are within that house. So my schedule is quickly filling. Listen, as you just heard, it is pointless to call me. Listen, I, I, I'm being in all peace and loving and professionalism. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. Um, and there are people right here in this room that will tell you the phone rings all day and all night. I just can't. And if I took the time to answer every question and every call, um, it would take more than the 24 hours in a day. That we have the opportunity to fulfill. And even then, if I could, um, there would be that individual that would say, oh, I misunderstood, I misheard you, I wrote it down wrong, Um, I lost the piece of paper that I wrote it on. And so it's just much more convenient for me and you to pop it into your email. And so you can pull it up on your device, wherever you are, and read it and reread it and have clarity you know, but I appreciate you reaching out to me by email, Divine Prince, D-I-V-I-N-E, P-R-I-N-C-E, Divine Prince at House of the Divine Prince.com. My website does have a contact form. So if you click that contact form on my website that and fill that out, it actually ends up in my email. So... Uh, again, another, you know, roadblock that I've already gotten out of your way. For those of you who seem to have so many issues <laughs> with with the email, okay? And and 
I don't use Cash App or or Vimeo or any other at cash application. Only PayPal. And and my friends and followers on Instagram know exactly why. My profile is duplicated, I don't know, five times a week sometimes on the minimum. Um, So I'm actively, again, fighting for verification on all platforms. But if it's misspelled wrong, beloved, it's not me. It's not me. And most certainly if I communicated a reading or a service to you in in Instagram or Facebook, that ain't me. That ain't me. Ask, ask Nina Lloyd. Ask Danette Gibbs. Okay, the, these are regulars. Ask Shamafia. Uh, now, for people that I know like a Shamafia or, or, or Danette Gibbs, and I've had a phone conversation with you, yeah, we'll shoot the breeze. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? How the mom and them? But I won't even have that conversation with total strangers. You all do realize that often leads to a fraud, right? For example, they're doing it in Facebook. Hey, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. You know, and, and it's somebody from your list, usually someone from your list who's not very active in social media. So you lose track of are they really there or not because they're usually inactive. These are the profiles that they choose. And once you engage, you know, which most Westerners will, if you say how you doing, most Westerners are going to respond. If you say good morning, most Westerners are going to respond to that. Most people who work in the office building, in the school system, in, in most American families respond to that. That's why most times my response is always a blessing. Always a blessing because I know the artificialness of that dialogue. Okay, you don't care how I'm doing. And, and if you didn't know how I was doing, you ain't trying to help me in my doing. You know, you just want to hear the information. And a lot of times we don't want to hear the information. So these frauds will often start with that level of conversation. And then the next thing is, oh, but did you hear about the Christmas grant that they're giving out in your community? Now, why did five, five hands just go up? Why, why did 50 hands just go up in social media? Because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Did you hear about the grant money they're giving away? That's a fraud, beloved, if you didn't already know. And the next thing is they're going to help to capture your information and get get you somewhere, if not your identity. Because some of you think, well, I ain't got no bank account. I ain't got no money. Okay, but you got an identity that can then be utilized in other countries to commit other acts of fraud and crimes. So I do not communicate in social media. I don't. I won't, won't communicate it with you in an instant message. I will not. And I will pop in a quick copy and paste. I accept questions, comments, requests by way of email only. Because your IP address, that's a whole nother legality, honey. That email is a whole nother legality. So, so I know it's you. You know it's me. And it ain't no drama. It's no drama that way. So please, I'm filling up. In fact, I got appointments here at the house today. Be COVID ready. Handle your business, okay? <laughs> Bring your mask, along with your offerings and your donations. Bring your mask and know that, man, we're partying all week. We're celebrating all week. We're in ceremony all week. <laughs> we're in divination and ritual all week. So don't be angry with me. Don't be cross if I'm not here at noon Tuesday. Please forgive me. Just just know that I'm working. I'm available. I certainly will be popping in new material in social media. Um, I should have a trailer for you soon as it relates to our most recent filming project. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Shamafia. Yeah, I block anyone who contacts um, me about a reading just like you do. When the fake priests show up in your box and you block them about a reading, I, I do the same thing. When 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 the client or possible fake client shows up in my social media inbox about a reading, because I do business by email, by email. I won't do it on the phone. I won't do it in social media, only by email. So I appreciate those who have no problem with it, follow through with it, have never had an issue with it. 
Um, for, for those of you who are still just trying to hold on to, you know, 1960, 1970, those days are gone, beloved. <laughs> Get used to the technology. Get used to the Justin era. We we are fully into the Justin era now. We'll have a flying car probably in the next two two to five years. We will have a flying regular flying cars. We will certainly have drones that will have the ability to pick up not just heavy packages, uh, but people of some sort. So um, yeah, the future is now. The future is here. The future is in us and our ability to create and recreate a reality that mirrors our best interest begins first in the spirit realm. So don't neglect your spirit work for all your material work. Get your holiday cooking and shopping and and card mailing and celebratory <laughs> processes. Get get that done. But don't listen. Don't 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 come to me in January, February, tell much you want to now look at how you should have went into January and February. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's not do that. But I, listen, I certainly appreciated the hour and the time. I've got to move forward. Um, I, I've got guests already waiting um, here at the house. And so I appreciate you, beloved. I appreciate you and yours, your family, your mom and them. Grandma, auntie, uncle. I'm I'm talking about real folks out there listening who who know who I'm talking about. Client, client, families, client community. I'm grateful for you. Indeed, I am, and I look forward to us moving forward in a most prosperous and beneficial way with manifestation here and now. In these remaining days of 2021 and most certainly those coming days of 2022 and 23 and the beyond. And I look forward to connecting with you again here at high noon, U.S. Central Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. Most certainly on youtube.com forward slash voodoo tie. B-O-O-D-O-O-T-Y-E. You can always visit me in archive 24 hours a day, seven days a week at your leisure and convenience. And I look forward to meeting you here again. All is a blessing. Looking forward. Ashe. Asheo and Ashe. Congo Square. The almost Indians... The Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our hosts, the Omus Indians, they pushed aside our hosts. The colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places, Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment, but nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. 
This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us, our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate, a world harrowed by the beat, be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums, heart beat, heart beat. Heart be at this place, at this place be heart be be we beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk, our music the God talk. First thing we do. Let's get together, circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end, connected together. And singing, ringing, singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be Bambula dance. Be Banza music. And sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget even when we can't remember the specifics we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy. Must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out Hello. of us. But no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning, a sun day, a feel, a feel without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, 
And still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now. And still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat. Beat Congo Square. Be Congo Square. Beat B. Remember. Remember. 